and welcome to Movie Buffs, a show that covers the best films of all time. I am your host, Shani B. You can find me on all the socials at It's Me, Shani B. And I'm your other host, Cisco from Misfit Minded Media Reviews. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Misfit underscore Minded, on Twitter at Rampage underscore Misfit, and my website, MisfitMinded.com. Yes. Today, we're going a few decades back, <laughs> all the way to <laughs> 1979, to talk about The Warriors. Um, based on the novel by Saul Urich, written by Walter Hill and David Schaber, and directed by Walter Hill, and starring Michael Beck, James Remar, and Deborah Van Valkenburg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's about a street gang that must fight their way from the Bronx all the way to Coney Island, where their turf is, after being falsely accused of assassinating a respected rival gang leader. <laughs> All right, there's a lot going on here. What did you think of this movie? What are your takes? Um, yeah, I don't really have any takes, I don't think. It's pretty well-respected, well-liked movie. So This is um, true. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm in that uh, boat as well. Um, this is the first time I've seen it since I was, like, a kid. So that was interesting because um, I remembered all of the set pieces, basically even though I had only seen it once. So I think that really speaks to just like the power of just like the images, you know, and the, and the mm -hmm. costumes especially. Um, but definitely like picked up on so much more, uh, like as an adult, um, you know, than when like my dad showed me, like I was trying to think like when this would have, that would have been like, maybe they did a re-release -re version in like 2005, which I think you saw, right? Was that the version mm -hmm. you saw? Yeah. Um, so right. that might have been like around the time that I saw it, um, but and I remember liking it okay, but just I wasn't at the age where I could fully like appreciate it like I did this time. So uh, totally. What about you? Same, same. I I had vaguely remembered mostly the costumes and the places that they were. Yeah, exactly. But this time rewatching it, I was <laughs> I geeked out so fucking hard. I was like, oh, yeah. man, I need this move. I need another one of these yeah. in L.A. I need to cross all the neighborhoods. <laughs> like, just so fun and really like gritty and so many young actors. I am a huge Fanny B. I really liked it. Um, I like to think of myself as an honorary warrior because I am from the coast. So I oh, feel like go. my turf is the sea as well. Um, I love the font. I think I've always liked the font that I've always been really oh, drawn yeah, to this movie uh, because, yeah, that graffiti is so dope. Um, the costumes, uh, to your point, it, are amazing. Their leather vests, uh, monikered leather vests are so dope. I like how every gang is coordinated via costume, which is really fun. I mean, the baseball guys, I wish I saw more of them, even yeah. though they have a good set piece. Um, the overall guys and the roller skaters, amazing. Um, I love the score, so good. Mm -hmm. uh, just, just like the right kind of almost 80s leaning vibe, but we're not in the 80s yet, which I think is even cooler right um and i love the detail of that there's like a radio dj who knows about this underground world and yeah. is also you know keeping keeping the time for us i yeah this movie is i think better than maybe i was led to believe because people always were like oh it's just kind of like a movie about fighting and it's got really good combat in it really good fight sequences but nobody really talked about some of the nuances that just like you i think as an adult I picked up on so much more this time around. Um, yeah, what uh, what pieces of filmmaking really stood out to you? Or like, what are some of those things that as an adult you can finally appreciate? 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of like a cult movie in that uh respect. Just like mm-hmm. um I don't think like critically or box office it did like amazing. I have to look into that more, but idiots. Uh, <laughs> <Total> idiots. <laughs> um but I think it's mostly just like the fans. Like my dad was like a huge fan. Like that's who showed it to me. Um and so I had like all the like it's like quotes like embedded into my brain basically. Yes. You know, can you dig it? Um, Suckers, war- let's yeah, go. Yeah, warriors come out to play, like all that. <laughs> you know, just classic, classic lines. Um, yeah, and in the the radio thing, I just wanted to shout out too that, um, you know, John Wick Four did the same uh, conceit basically uh, yep. in Paris with the you know when they were chasing after him. So very influential movie still to this day that came out last year. You know, so. Um, yeah yeah he was crossing a city in a way too and it's true i was recognizing so many things and being like oh my gosh this is where they came from mm -hmm. yeah and just like the i like the um you know the gang culture like i think they did it you know anytime that you can capture like an underground world uh environment characters um i think you know this doesn't have a ton of uh story or character development necessarily but mm-hmm. um it really makes up for it just with like the vibes basically like you said the music the settings yes. a little bit of action thrown in a little bit of romance like and so then you know when they walk off into the sunset at the end like i was happy about it basically <laughs> so agreed yeah. yeah what about you yeah yeah i feel like they're uh, they don't need a lot of character development for these actors to really send a message with their bodies and with their uh, choreography you know the way these guys move around each other and look at each other i thought was really so powerful and when the filmmaking takes too much space up we lose some of that authentic connective kind of material and i really appreciated how like a lot of this was like sussing each other out um especially like the pieces when they run across some of the gangs that aren't like connected to the bigger cooler gangs like the orphans group i love uh, i love that that whole scene that was that was amazing just because like i like how there's this like class of gangs like you just think of them all in like the same tier and then like yeah the orphans come out and like like they you know they don't have the nice vests you know they don't they don't have like they're much dirtier yeah dirty like shitty clothes they look like they smell really bad uh classic (laughs) and yeah and like they have this kind of ego though because of that which again they don't spell it out but you can just tell based on the way that the actors are selling it you know that the one guy's like yeah we made in the paper and he gives them the the news clipping like yeah, but you can see, it. like, yeah, we're we're a big deal. Like, you don't think we know what's going on in this town? <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so good. good the way, like, the acting in this movie, I think, really does a lot. Like, to like the directing and the acting, you know, and all the all the the like little pieces together, like, really make up. Like, you know, Walter Hill directed this. Like, I mm-hmm. I hadn't seen a ton of his filmography, so I can't really speak to that. But I have seen Forty Eight Hours. That's a really good buddy cop movie Classic. red yep. heat has arnold in it i haven't seen that one yet but um that sounds cool you know, I'm, t- I'm putting that on the list uh streets of fire uh was recently on netflix for a while i don't know if it's still on there but really interested mm-hmm. in watching that now um after doing this episode and then he wrote aliens in alien 3 
that was like the big yes. one where I was like, holy shit. Like I knew I knew his I recognized the name from somewhere, but I mean just th- that right there it puts you into a specific tier of of uh writer director right there. <laughs> like, well, exactly. Yeah. You know, like he's a writer director, and so you would think that uh that I guess like that he was maybe just an auteur, but that's what's kind of exciting about the fact that he's a writer director who also doesn't always direct what he writes. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes he does and sometimes he collaborates with a director who elevates it or a director who uh, people disagree with their choices. And he still gets out, I think, Mm -hmm. scot-free. But yeah, I think this one is such an interesting one to be based on a book and it makes me really curious about like what, how deep the novel might get to go or go, mm-hmm. um, because there is something about how like that orphan scene represents how like these are all lost children in a city trying to grasp at a kind of life, trying to grasp at an existence and feel like they belong and like they matter, and they do that through their gangs. But like you said, you know that there is a hierarchy of uh, gangs that are, I guess, going to get respect. And that opening scene with all those guys is amazing. Yeah, no, before CGI. So, like, hundreds of dudes just, like, (laughs) gathered together. Wrangled up. Yeah, in this park or, like, this set that looks like a park. Um, Mm -hmm. And, yeah, like you said, it's, it's like, really amazing, um, just small thing, like, that you don't see anymore where it's, like, man, they really had to get all those extras um you know they had to make costumes for all of them like to match basically (laughs) um and yeah the different gangs i think makes this movie stand out for sure um yeah you know like and the fact that there were only nine of the gang like only nine gang members were in that group and it was so massive and then there were still gangs that weren't invited was also like a wild thing to realize yeah because i think um cyrus um who gets assassinated at the beginning uh so, r.i.p cyrus he was a visionary <laughs> <laughs> he was a total visionary um, for how they were gonna steal the city from the cops so dope yeah doesn't he, he says there's like six, only 600 cops or something and 1200 gangs or gang members something like yeah like thousands yeah. of us and so um which i yeah i don't know if that was true or not but um the cops i think it was yeah probably right um i mean it, it felt authentic just what i know of like new york city around that time and just like how mm-hmm. dirty and like decrepit everything was and so dangerous graffiti. it was too yeah and dangerous so that like felt real to me it didn't feel like um you know west side story which is like something you could definitely like <laughs> made me think about and then in the research i guess the 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 authors um kind of wrote the story as kind of like a response to that because he felt like gangs were being like glorified Yes. And he actually was like a social worker or like, you know, familiar within that field. And so like, wow, he based it on like the interactions he had, like within his own work, you know, experience. That is really interesting. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. Yeah. This is a great response to West Side Story so. that like yeah. sort of takes those gangs and turns them into something. It's a different genre though. So it's a, in, in musicals, you know, you can't really take anything like any of that serious it's it's shakespeare you know so i i yep. get what he's saying though that like it did become like even like greece has like the different gangs and it became like mm-hmm. this very pop thing when like in reality it's very punk and grunge and yes. not the mainstream uh yeah, it's counterculture yeah. <laughs> so that you would have and so honestly i'll say it right now my favorite scene 
and this is probably like this might be the hot take or whatever is like when they're mm. on the train on the subway and the the prom couples come in i was gonna bring it that up that scene oh. was amazing like again we so powerful yeah they, there's no dialogue needed you know but it's just the way that like they're looking down on the gang like the warriors like you're lower class than us you know yeah, you're dirty yeah. compared to but us. i'm like you're fucking riding the subway like bitch like <laughs> Well, that's the wildest yeah. thing to me is that like everybody had to still ride the subway, yeah. which was what is so scary. It's like, I can't believe people were like, I'm just going to work and I have to take the subway. Like there are gangs on here. Yeah, I guess like, like in, uh, shit, in, but Joker, I have no in Joker, it was like the same thing where yep. um, not prom guys, but it was like drunk bar dudes came on yep. and like, yep. were like fucking with Arthur, you know, in that movie. And yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, Subway is a crazy in ass In the 70s place. in New York, definitely not where you want to be, probably. Um, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but I love that scene, too, because there's a kind of juxtaposition of, like, kids your age, if they have access to more resources, if they have, uh, you know, maybe families that care more about them or whatever it is, this could be them. But instead, this is their life, you know, covered in dirt, mm-hmm. surviving across the city, just trying to get to something they recognize. And, like, one of the guys is like, I've never been to the Bronx before. And I was like, oh, that's so wild to, like, live in a city that's, like, one city, Mm. even though there are all these boroughs, and to have never been to a part of it because you have to take the train and it's, like, an hour ride on the subway. You know, it's not like you can just, like, shoot uptown or whatever. Yeah, like, they're looking at the map and, like, trying to figure out, like, how many stops it takes, like... Dude, it's yeah. so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you get so lost. So one of the guys gives him so shit, like, shit like, you know, he, he, his math skills aren't up to date like that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's still working on him. <laughs> um, but like that is the wildest thing to think of. Like it, they're venturing out for like what is the first time when they go on this crazy ride to try to get back. And they took this huge risk. And so did all of the gangs. But. It's interesting to think like these kids are they have been really um, siloed in so many ways. And now when they come together, it's volatile and it's like exciting. And they are just kids. Also... I mean, like the the, yep. the actress who plays the sex worker, like looked so young, like baby face. And yes, young, like, like a low key Angelina Jolie like too, teenager. like giving me real vibes. Like, I don't know how yes. old she was, but just like. Yeah, just she looks Classic. so much younger than all of them, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's and they them. were pretty rough with her, but she held her own. She they really were. Did. I, I was gonna bring that up. Like you could say that that's like, you know, what's aged somewhat the worst of this. You know, along with like some of the, like homophobia and stuff like that. Um, of course, yeah. Remar's character as a yeah, whole is just, just like not great. Just walking red flag. <laughs> but I actually like that he gets taken down by like the biggest red flag which is a cop in a red top like it was yes. just like so yes. obvious like okay like so it's like he he was too far removed like we're mm-hmm. we're all we have to be this level of tough to survive and remar's yes. the guy that's like enjoying this shit and so it's like he gets punished for that <laughs> like he yes. you know what i mean you're you're taking it too far you know and um yeah, that was yeah, a really cool was, scene, too, just because, cool. you know, thinking like, what the hell? Like when he rolls up on that lady, I was like, what the hell is this woman doing? She is oh, insane. No, I, see, that's that's a scene I remember. I like knew right away. I uh, was like, I had forgotten. I it. was like, oh, that's a cop. And like, even if I didn't, I feel like it was so obvious. Like, oh, 
this super attractive lady is just sitting here on this park bench in the middle like, of the night <laughs> hey guys wanna why don't you sit down on this bench next to me and chat like no way fuck that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not um but yeah he he's a good example of how like the there is a variety of type of guy in this gang there's like the lead guy michael beck who who really good. is trying to do really right solid. to take care of his guys yes yeah. so good and there's a camaraderie there's a kind of brotherhood and it does feel like Remar's character's like not he's not there for the brotherhood or the safety of the group he's there for the power he can use and abuse and it does feel like that's like the other guy luther the one who is the true assassin mm -hmm. just an a, a, a an agent of chaos yeah. you know here to abuse the fact that he can do whatever he wants because they have that kind of yeah, freedom yeah we get that explanation at the end you know why'd you do it and he's like because i like doing shit like that <laughs> Well, speaking fucking... of speaking of joker i mean is that the most joker answer yes. that you could come up with you know? he even like had arthur yes, vibes too like definitely. his that like look and everything mm -hmm. oh man um but yeah like when the i didn't remember that the one guy got tackled onto the train tracks with the cop i forgot mm -hmm. that he got thrown on the tracks yeah. and so in real time i was like oh shit how are they ever gonna hear the truth you know like who's gonna tell the truth now and will they even believe it? You know, I really only remembered some images. I did not recall a lot of these pieces. So I feel like I was like really alive watching this because it's so, it's really visceral. It's a real visceral movie. No, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I think I remember it because it wasn't like, I wouldn't have said like when I was a kid, like this is one of my favorite movies or whatever. Like, it's just like one I saw once, but. Right. Yeah, it just obligatorily. Gets, yeah, it just gets stuck in your head, like, through maybe, and then maybe that's through pop culture, too, because this has lived on through video games, or the video game that came out when I was a kid, oh. that was awesome. Did you play? Yeah, I think so. I, I think I remember playing a little bit. Um, there's a, nice. That's actually a game, too, They because um, it's a Rockstar game, which makes the Grand Theft Autos, so, like... Classic. Um, but that uh, people want to get remastered, like, they're, they're asking Rockstar to, they to actively, like remake and I, I would love to see that honestly because because this should. is a such yeah. a great setup for a video game too you know it's like every Epic. every setting is a different level you have the different characters of the gangs like that would be you mm -hmm. know picking your own gang to play with like dude that's that shit would be so good like so fun and it's exactly rockstar like that yeah. is i feel like that's their whole thing so i would love that because i definitely I don't think I want them to remake this. Like when I was watching it, I was like, "This should really oh, stand." Absolutely as it not. Is. I mean, did you hear they're it remaking be... American Psycho? Are they thinking about it? Like, no. Isn't that Fuck. isn't that one that like would be impossible to remake today too? Like, it's just I just don't know why you would want to. It's like almost perfect. I feel like yeah. I know that's a weird thing to say about American Psycho because it's a wild it's ass great, movie, though. but it's so good. Yeah. How no the only no, person no, the no. only thing that kind of like maybe a little bit excited was someone was like if if someone is gonna play the new um christian bale part it should be glenn howerton from always sunny and i was like okay all right i, I would yeah I i'd would like to see, see that <laughs> a kind of I'll, I'll i'll go for a companion piece something yeah. that's like a modern version of it but not quite a remake because i think that's what i was thinking too is i was like i want to see this same kind of thing done again in like LA or Chicago or some other notorious city that has such uh, such different neighborhoods with different qualities that you can work with, because I think that it also represents how New York has always been known as the melting pot city. 
right? Like city where there are so many people who are so different from each other that somehow coexist. And this movie is like a great reminder of like, well, there's maybe some kind of treaty in place. And if the treaty's not in place, that's that coexistence is not happening anymore. Um, I do think I love like when the Coney Island setting, though, is like the time and place is perfect. Like the yes. time they picked, the Coney place Island's they amazing. picked, the like the gang culture at the time felt very authentic yes. and real. Like, um, so I do think like that's a whole other character, which I know is a cliche, but it does bring so much to the story where there yeah. is no really you know, crazy, um, complex story to it. Yeah. You don't need it. Yeah. Right. Because the city itself sort of tells you all you need to know about why these guys are the way they are. And I love when they're trying to make their way to the platform and they see the like bald gang roll by in their school bus. Mm -hmm. And they're like, do you think these guys are still recognizing the treaty? And you know, then they turn around <laughs> yeah. and like, they're absolutely not. <laughs> and they fuck it. Like, they're running so fast through the city too. It like feels so alive in their performances in that way. And I just am like obsessed with the fact that it's an all in one night story and like all night, they're just like so alone on the streets because it's too dangerous at night in New York, you know, like it's a city that never sleeps for sure. But when it's not sleeping, I wouldn't say it's exactly safe. You know, like the smart, <laughs> safe people are sleeping. The city that <laughs> never sleeps because they're all on crack. Uh, basically in this that too. yeah that too <laughs> they're oh all on gosh. drugs uh yep yep yeah and other things um but yeah and then the the actors like we said the, the other actors just to mention them james R remar as ajax mm -hmm. you know um always so good at being a piece of shit yes, asshole I know. like so good at it <laughs> i know and then i always th think of them as like um doesn't he play like Dexter's dad in Dexter too? I think. Yeah, so he, like... he plays his his like stepdad, stepdad. or whatever, the guy that saves him. But uh, again, um, but walking that line of like, psycho. I'll teach you how to kill, but in a justified but way. Yeah, right. <laughs> so there's still some evil behind there. Um, yes. And then Dave, and he was yeah. supposed to be in Aliens. He was supposed to oh, be okay. uh, the lead character in Aliens. But he got in trouble with drugs, unfortunately, and yeah, yeah, had to had to leave the project. But that surprised me because I was thinking that's another Walter He would definitely Hill. be able to. I mean, uh, I mean he, that's like a gang movie in itself, to be honest, like a, a yes. Marine gang. Um, right. So, but a gang nonetheless. And then uh, David Patrick Kelly, who like is has played a villain in like a million different Just a things. Psycho. Too. Um, Horrifying guy. You know, his top IMDb uh, performances, Twin Peaks, The Crow. Yeah. So, of course, again, of course, <laughs> anytime where there can be like a villain inserted or just like a smarmy, like asshole guy, that guy yep. will show and, up and like an elevated monster, yeah. you know, like he is almost like a nightmare come to life with some of the looks that this guy can get on his face and the, the tone of voice. And when he's like clanking the bottles together yep. on his fingers, like just which i guess details, was improvised little details um in the research of course which, it was like magic yeah because like and that's like one of whenever there's like a, a really iconic like improvised line or something and like no one responds to it i feel like that i always am more apt to believe it like when yeah like when pacino did the like she's got a great ass and heat that was improvised and if you go back and look at that scene now you just see like all the other actors being like, holy shit, like he's really going for it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, mainly Frank Azaria, like he looks like, whoa, like this guy really turned. 
because I guess that was like the 90th take and Al Pacino was just like fuck it I'm just gonna go like full 100 I can't take it anymore Greatest! and like that's the take <laughs> they use <laughs> I mean like that's exactly it you just like in the filmmaking process you need that collaboration of an actor who is just gonna is just gonna find something really human inside of the person they're playing and this movie shockingly each of these guys and the women characters find a way like I love the women's gang and the way that they totally yeah. like have a the whole Lizzie's. plan the for Lizzie's. luring them in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dudes, it's pretty on the nose with it, but but that's okay with me. That's okay with me. And I love how like right before they're like, we got to come to this part of town more often. And it's like, no, well, no, I remember, never that's another, leave your That's safety. another scene I remember. I remember like, and that one's pretty obvious too, that they're going to get double crossed because it's like nothing's mm -hmm. good has happened to them at this point. And all of a sudden this, gang of pretty ladies is like why don't you come party with us <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's like all right all right and, uh, and like i like the one guy who's not he has that feeling like i'm just gonna sit yeah because something's not adding up here like you know and like and they're all treating him like he's such a buzzkill like come on man like stay a mm -hmm. little longer and then he ends up being right i'm like he honestly he could have done an i told you so after that i was kind of waiting for that but he you know, could've. but they just ran off together. But like, I, I definitely would have been like, "See, like, how would you guys?" He was always <laughs> trying to like get have to his station. brothers' backs. Yeah. yeah, we'll always get to the station. He didn't want them to worry about each other, and he always he was like, "We should go back." When Remar was with the woman, like just in case something isn't right there, like he always had a feeling that they only have each other here, and I like that too because I think that's what all the other gangs were were showing them each time they came upon them and especially with the the lizzie's of course they only had their own backs it's just easy to uh tempt these young teen guys or you know like young men who don't, haven't seen any girls like this because they're confined to their own neighborhood yeah and it's like you know these are these are survivalists you know like they just literally take what they can get so like i kind of understood their side too of it where it's like hey we're not gonna like get another chance to party with ladies like all the time you know like <laughs> <laughs> that's true not a lot of women invite us right. in <laughs> so it's like we're we're just gonna like take advantage of this and but i think walter hill like as a director too the um one thing and i noticed this about a lot of good action directors in the 70s and 80s too that they're not michael bay and overly showy no. in their directing like a lot of these scenes take a lot of time to like build up like that party scene for example it does not like happen right away there's like five minutes of them like dancing and making out and going from one girl to the next let me put this record on like it really um like makes you feel just safe yes, enough exactly and then it like they lock the door and you're like okay oh shit now it's happening you know they're packing oh no yep <laughs> it's true yeah. like the detail to the filmmaking like when um the cyrus is the guy who's taken over for cyrus and his gang is getting information and there's like a yellow light behind a dude in shadow mm. giving the information and like when they're walking down the subway track together and the light switches to red when they talk about something more important like those little details are so strong and i think like you know like michael bay he's gonna ram those down your throat rather than just like challenge you to see them to notice that they're there and that they mean something well, even like and i think i just found this in the research like so mm -hmm. this this movie with thousands of gang members or whatever that claims 
What do you think the body yep. count of this movie is, if you had to take a guess? Mm, like 10? It's pretty small. 16. 16. Okay. So, I was I mean, going to say, I feel like. So, our point yeah, not that of many... it's, there's not a lot of people that die. Like, when I was doing the, like, favorite kill thing, like, I really had to, like, look and see, like, <laughs> who all died. Because, again, this is not, they, they really make all the deaths count. Like, and you know like draw like you feel something yeah like they're not killing just for fun they're they have to it's the only way it's like you or me kind of thing well and their leader the leader of the warriors gets killed at the beginning like straight away (laughs) stomped holy shit it was and i had that's one thing i'd forgotten because that's like a very specific but like i remember that guy's face like they all look Mm -hmm. very distinctive too which i like um Mm -hmm. and but yeah just get stomped out and so then like there's this kind of like battle as like who's gonna be the new leader like remar's like you know why are we listening to you you know <laughs> yeah just being yeah, an asshole you? yeah like <laughs> of course yeah um and he always wants to fight you know why are we running i don't like how we and i i do like that when they fight the baseball team that like he he does finally get to fight like because he kept complaining yeah. about it the whole movie and he's like can you keep going he's like no he's like all right good because i'm sick of running and then they just start fighting <laughs> Yes, another good line yes. another good line from this movie yeah so many good lines yeah yeah so because all of the lines mean something they they represent something in a meaningful way and it's true it's like such a such a crazy move to have that assassination take place and then for their leader to get stripped and and for them to basically be trying to get home and figure out what they're going to do and i think like when i was thinking of kills i i found it to be most shocking when the one guy i thought was the only one that might know the truth was just thrown onto the subway i was like oh my and i, I it took me so really long screwed. for some reason he's not on the imdb cast list which is like very surprising that it's, that actor um yeah he's in the thing i recognized yeah, him from the uh, thing i was just going to say yeah. i i was like i know i know this guy from somewhere where the hell mm-hmm. and i couldn't find him on imdb and then i had to like google it and then finally I was like, so weird. The thing. oh my God, yes. Like I've seen that movie a there million times. You know, he's in, isn't he the one that turns in the, the interrogation scene when they're all like. I'm not sure if it is him because he's the like cook or something. Okay. And so he's but, like, uh, he is tied up though. He is tied up. Like I, that's what I remember for sure. For sure. Like when they're. I'm just going to have to rewatch it. Right? It's one of my favorite nope. movies. I'll just go ahead and rewatch it. No worries. <laughs> but like, I liked him being in this story too, because I think he was another reminder that like the warriors are not, they're not brutes. They're good guys. Yeah. Like he is, is a softer kind of guy. That doesn't mean he can't fight per se, but it means that like these guys don't turn to violence immediately. It's a necessity for them, mm-hmm. a survival tool. Yeah. No. And, um, I like that they're mixed race. I like I think that's like interesting choice too. Even yep. though like I yeah, guess I was surprised there wasn't like a hardcore racist one. Like I was waiting they had for the, the skinhead gang group, to come the through. The skinhead group, which like I don't know if yeah, they were bald guys. If they were just they were calling mixed race them that. too though. Oh, okay. I yeah, I, I Th- that's why I, I was like, right. I guess they're just a bald gang. It was like, Oh, are you bald? Let's all we'll band together. Yeah. And they do call them other. skinheads at one point, but that could have just been like trying to make fun of them or whatever, but um, yeah, I guess uh, Walter Hill wanted an all-black gang to be the Warriors, but the producers weren't having it. You know, to be honest, this Classic is producers. 1979. You have to, you know, to take it like how it is. But I mean, given that, yeah. given those circumstances, which are unfortunate, I do think all the cast really, really sell it, really solid. Like, yeah, um, the lead guy um, in particular, like Michael Beck. You know, I haven't really mm-hmm. seen him in anything else that I can 
really Same. think of, but he definitely like if you were you were going for a strong and silent type, like he is literally the strong. So he is he's just dude with a vest who barely talks. It's like and then any time you know like um because he starts to have this relationship throughout, um, which is basically like the only human connection you get uh, with Mercy, mm-hmm. um, who is this sex worker. Yeah, both of them. Um, yep. And any time that she wants to like have a moment with him. He will like cave for like two seconds and then be like, no, no, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get strong <laughs> again. Gotta keep going, gotta keep going, like, uh, or whatever, and like make fun of her and, yeah. But I, I do like, I mean, for 1979, like, let, we can talk about that, like, and how they treat the sex worker though. I think it was like really surprisingly aged well, like, yeah, you know, yeah, because, not as bad as I was ready for. <laughs> because like at first, you know, Swan is pretty shitty to her, like, and everyone. You know, like we said, you know, yeah. he basically he calls her a whore, like right at the beginning. Uh, and he tells her that he should, they should probably run a train on her and she would like it. And um, I was like, oh my God, where are we going with this? Or, um, but we don't. Why don't you just tie yeah, a mattress to moment. your back? That was another one. Like <laughs> A very good one. Um, but I do feel like it's strange, but that moment when he puts his hands down between her legs, but then rips her skirt to make the Molotov yeah. cocktail, yep. I feel like is like a great reminder of like the push and pull between like trusting each other, even though it'd be easy for him to be a brute and for her to be a sex worker. Like it'd be easy to just be subjugated to those two types of people. Yeah but we're actually more complex. We have a greater plan. I don't mm-hmm. just need to hit, I don't need to just get between those legs. I need to blow these guys up, yeah. you know? And I mean, a lot of these action movies, because they're um, so fast paced, there's no time for kind of relation. We saw that last week with Payback. Like as soon as yes. Gibson gets one scene, you know, um, I have to finish, <laughs> Back to I have it. to finish my mission and then we can, and I oddly kind of end the same though uh with you know going off into the sunset with uh your chick mm-hmm. i mean that was i was like okay like yeah getting a chance that was, at it. that was pretty good because again you never know some of these are especially in the 70s uh are a lot darker um and yes. on a very sour note um you know pessimistic yeah, like note. when they got separated i thought for sure none of them would ever see each other again mm-hmm. so i was really excited when they would happen upon each other again and find each other And I was like, nice. And to your point, at the end, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, so only two warriors down. Like, we didn't even really, they didn't all get killed. And it was just the main guy in the end. And one arrested, two down, one arrested, two killed, one arrested. Yeah, I missed that. Right. And like, and and yeah, the DJ says, you know, I like, and I, I just like how she's like, phrases things, you know, it's not like, she's not saying like, she's very cool, you know, kill the warriors. She's like, putting it in a dj voice you know so yes, when they beat the, yes. the baseball team group she's like the odds are against the warriors but it looks like the furious made an error <laughs> <laughs> yes like yes. using like sports terminology i was like okay that's you can't deny that that's pretty cool and like Very just smart. the fact you know she said she's broadcasting these messages through the radio which would have been like probably the mass communication of the time there's no cell phones you know mm-hmm. um and it has to be clever because, you know, you, you don't you can't want give to it alert the yeah. police to it. Right. Yeah. The police right. really don't get a lot done in this, to be honest, which like, I'm not sure if that's like a plot hole or like that's accurate to what it was like. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like it's accurate. I think so too. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know that there was a big overhaul in New York City when they were like, we're going to make a push to try to change and like clean this place yeah. up. 
But before that, I think it really was I mean, there was graffiti everywhere and like, you know, like. It was like RoboCop style, you know, like if you go out on the streets, you're going to get murdered. So why would you become a cop? Exactly. You know, Um, that one cop does kill that guy, though. That was, I mean, geez, that was I was not expecting. And a lot of those action moments, I do like how he films action. Like when there is like a really powerful moment or like beat, like whether that's like a punch or a throw or something Mm -hmm. like that, it like slow mo's down so yes. you get to see like the full action of the stunt guy like you know the stunt guy gets rewarded for their work yep. and then you get to see it and i have the new 4k from arrow and it it looked fucking oh. amazing um Dope. and it can't it, so this is the actual uh like disc 4k disc and then it but it came in this like locker like thing Ooh, um so that's pretty so sick. like graffiti lock like subway you know, like, yes. so, yep. yeah, it's, it looked really, like, really great. Um, you know, real, I was really impressed with the, it with the transfer it. of it. And, um, it came with the, the, um, 2005. So the one that you watched, it had those like transitions, right. With the comic panels or whatever. Is that the one that you watched or no? Maybe I didn't see it. Okay. I, I remember those from when I was in school. Cause I would have watched it. The first time I would have watched it would have been in like, Oh, eight. So they probably had us watch that one, but I just rented the one off of Amazon oh, this okay. time. So I don't know which one that one is. I think well, the, I sent um, you the link, and like I think the link that I that I that link was um the remastered. Basically, they just added like new technology, like so, like the tra- instead of the wipes, it was like comic book panels, kind of, and like animated them okay. to look like um you know scanner darkly like animated characters style. You know? Okay. Um, just mm-hmm. for like a second, I but I I really like the I just watched the theatrical version. Um, I really mm-hmm. like the um, the the transitions, the fades, the wipes. You know, like me that's too. very that's a very old uh, style of filmmaking that we don't see anymore. Um, but I like again, it. I think it's it's in Star Wars. You know, it's in a lot of these classic movies mm-hmm. where you need to represent that. Okay, we're um transitioning to the next scene really fast like we want to keep this momentum going swish like and it goes to the next scene like yeah it's it it works it's It's, it's alive yeah Mm -hmm. i agree i agree i do have to check out those panels though because now i got to go try to find that remastered (laughs) version so i can see what they look like but yeah, yeah i i like that too i like the character of this film overall and just how like it it is a real it's so connected i think those transitions interesting interestingly connect these the momentum of how each of these character are headed somewhere mm-hmm. um, but there are these things that interrupt and when they interrupt the the setting kind of changes um i liked that about how the action was captured too like just putting the camera in a place where it's gonna explode mm-hmm. uh like when he flies through the door it's inside the stall already oh, yeah. instead of just like showing him go through you know just smartly placing the camera where it will be best to see the stunt rather than trying to make the stunt happen with the film. Or just like, you know, like you talked about the lighting. I also like how the DJ lady is lit. You know, you, you never yes. even see her full face, which I kind of felt bad for her, but I'm I'm hoping that she realizes like that was for the effect and that her char- her for character sure. lives on. Like that is such an iconic, like, because you, you yes. only see her mouth and the microphone in which she's speaking to. Um, and like mm-hmm. and when she starts playing like records on the radio. So... Um, but yeah, he's got like a red background, very dark, and like she's like you know whispering into the to so the radio cool. and just yeah, cool. Um, 
yeah definitely and like yeah the way everything's lit and shot um you know you get like the park area uh you get you know the the club that are the lizzie's take them to like that bar area yes <laughs> the subway yes. station like they keep having to catch trains so like that right there is like so cool you know just inherently we know if they make the train they can probably escape the cops um yep. and then like i did remember like i did forget that too where i was like why don't they just take the train back to coney island and then um they burn they the yeah they start a fire and i was like okay all right they they covered it they covered it <laughs> so they had to and like also, take like, the street subway the subway yeah. is one of those things where like it's much more reliable today yeah but it is one of those things where like sometimes a train just isn't on schedule Late. or it's made an unscheduled yeah. stop or it's it decided to go express on you out of nowhere and like they they're having to like map this thing out while they try to get back and it was kind of funny to to think of like shooting at night is really really hard yeah. in the 70s there's not a lot of good opportunities and they're just so smart about making sure that the important sequences were in a place that is just authentically well lit i mean and there was so like a support that and like the way it shot too like there was a really interesting like crane shot when they were i noticed when they were going from the top of the subway down the stairs and so it just yes. like it just like crane down so you're just seeing like their full like transition yep. down Run down the down. subway. So yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff. Um really thoughtful. Yeah. Um and then for that that one scene I did want to mention too where they're they're with the prom couple. There's that one moment I really like too where she's about to like fix her hair, like to try and make herself maybe look nicer or whatever, and he like stops her hand and it's like, no, like let them yeah, you don't have let to. them judge us, you know, like who gives a shit. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah. Um so yeah and they're just like like i said like that was just like a really small detail but um their relationship kind of grows in this organic way through their interactions and then he picks up the flower that one of the prom guys um dropped Left. and yeah. you know he doesn't make a huge romantic gesture out of it she's like why and he just says i don't like watching things go to waste and it's like again that's all you need <laughs> yep. maybe yep. maybe uh when they're not like under attack and like in risk of their lives that they can travel together i also really like that line where um you know he's talking about he wants to get she's out like, and he's like and she's like yep. i like and to travel like, i like to travel <laughs> and he's immediately like where have you been she's like nowhere but if i did i probably would like it i think i would like it yeah i think i would like it so, yeah they're, they're kind of the same yeah, in that way are, you know are. they do what they have to do but they're more than that because yeah, she, she I, I think they see that in each she other tells them that when they're like running in the the subway like um mm -hmm. through the tunnels like ba basically being like what am i supposed to do you know like yeah, I, what are my choices yeah, like i it's you're acting like like i want to do this and it's like you know maybe i do like who gives a shit you know like <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean who says that uh it's not empowering to at least yeah. make a choice make my own money like all the stuff that all the po most positive pieces of sex work yeah <laughs> exactly and like again not all positive back then for sure but uh, no. <laughs> But like, if you can find a way to empower yourself, find I some think that's enjoyment in it, make some money. Too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. interesting. Yeah, you got to do what you have to do to survive, and you only have so many choices. I think if you're like a boy, you got to join a gang because you need people to have your back. It's easy for people to just attack you. Well, and you, you still know, see like, this this day, this you. like sex shaming, where like, I don't know if you saw that uh, that teacher that got in tr that got fired because she had an OnlyFans or whatever, and it's that's such bullshit. I know, and it's like. 
this debate or whatever and it's like and people like like uh shaming this teacher and like you know corrupting the kids i'm like why don't you be mad at the system where she gets paid so little as a teacher you know ed educating mm -hmm. the future of, of of this country america yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and has to make an OnlyFans. Maybe we should be upset about that and not at this teacher who's just trying to survive. Also, it's the same fucking argument. Like, And if you found her on OnlyFans, you were on OnlyFans. Right. <laughs> so, like, we're, yeah. we're not going to talk about that yeah. part? Like, come on. So you put Predator on her table. So, I mean, come on. Unless, like, someone, <laughs> I guess that you could, like, screenshot it or whatever, possibly. I don't know. There is an interesting debate about that. I recently saw um, uh, Poor Things. I finally caught it. Okay. And there is an interesting debate about how, like, being a sex worker is a kind of empowering place. But there are always men who still want to control it. They want yeah. to be in charge of, like, women's bodies. And I think that this character was sort of showing, like, they're not. Like, I'm not afraid of the orphans. I'm not afraid of you guys. You can yeah. be as rough as you want. I'm still not that afraid because I'm like, I believe in myself enough and I, I'm empowered. And I do feel like that. I mean, there's some kind of um, misogyny, you know, embedded in, in that where it's like, I can enjoy sex, but you can't, you know, and exactly. you're profiting off of it. So that's not right. You know, you shouldn't have sex for that. And it's just like, again i know like yeah. <laughs> again this teacher who should be making enough more than enough as a teacher yeah um has to make second income some way and she mm -hmm. is doing it on OnlyFans. like and i'm sure she makes even more money on OnlyFans than she would at school and i'll tell so you a secret all this publicity too. of people being outraged it's gonna make her more money in the long run <laughs> let's go so, let's go let's get so, her a second yeah. home <laughs> so she's probably breaking it in on only fans right now because of all this free press honestly so as she should Good be for her. she deserves Good it for her. um but yeah yeah when we watch a lot of movies in the past you and i sometimes we really we the the way women have been treated can be can age very poorly and this is an interesting example of how it's still telling a truth and 50 years old i mean we, i ex i came into this expecting a lot worse like <laughs> same same i mean even like taxi driver so is a few years it. before this you know what i mean like mm -hmm. <laughs> very different story same location um, very different story very different treatment of women yep. you know so exactly exactly <laughs> yeah it, it was interesting that they were included across the board like there was an empowered women woman in mercy's character but then also like the lizzie's coming together representing that like it doesn't matter what decade we're in. There will always be women who are like, you're not in charge of me and I'm going to find other ladies that agree and we'll take care of ourselves. Yeah, you know? I saw this TikTok and it was like, ugh, it was really sad. It was, it's a happy video, but like the implications of it made me sad because it was like, it was a group of uh, girls that realized they were in an online video game uh, session and it was all girls. And they, so they were, okay. they all started geeking out and like, damn near like crying because they were just like oh man no she no does. guy's gonna tell me to shut up and stop playing games and you know all this like derogatory yeah, no stuff like and it's again like mm -hmm. that's another guy-centered environment that women are not necessarily allowed into um yeah, to occupy yeah in that space and so i was like man they shouldn't even have to feel like that like that fucking sucks <laughs> exactly <laughs> that they were like exactly. now we can play and be ourselves like and so one girl was like i don't even talk when i play online because of that and i was like oh man yeah i don't want them to know right i have to protect myself yeah. in this way 
It's true. It's true. So even though it's been like almost 50 years, there's a good example. <laughs> I mean, a bunch of them. The OnlyFans, the video game, like it's, it's We've got still happening. Examples. Like there's some of this that's still lingering. Yep. I guess like every generation, I think, has to negotiate the the mm -hmm. power dynamics or whatever. And I think that's what's interesting about when we go back and we watch different movies from different times and we think about how it could happen then and it's happening today. And there's there it, all we can really do is try our best not to ignore it. Um, but when it ages well like this, it, it really makes me happy because it reminds me that, like, it doesn't matter if the loudest voices are still the pieces of shit. Like, yeah. there are <clears throat> great guys in the mix always. There are strong women who are unafraid in the mix always. And even, like, last week, too. I mean, like, that one was, wasn't as bad either, like, with the blue nope. character. Like, there were some questions we had about it, but in the grand she scheme of it. action movies, not not as, not no. as bad as would have and thought. Even our boy De Palma in Dress to Kill, <laughs> having Nancy Allen be like a streetwise oh, yeah, investing yeah. sex worker. Like there, there are always good examples of of strong ladies like finding their way in a world that's male dominated. Mm -hmm. And like this is one of those movies where I had completely forgotten about Mercy's character. I remembered there was a female gang. But I forgot that she like comes out on the street and calls yeah. him out and then kind of like tags along. I remembered her, her way but in. I completely forgot she was a sex worker. And maybe that was because I was too young to understand that <laughs> because they right, don't like right. to spell it out for you. Like they, that's they true. Just... Yeah, they're using a lot of insinuation. Yeah. So I right, know we got to get out of here. So let's just wrap up here with what's your what's your favorite stunt and kill here? Before we. Uh, I think the Molotov cocktail for reals blowing up yeah. the car is my favorite stunt. I just love when stuff blows up for real. Well, the way they it, shot it, it too, like you said, so like, happy. you know, reaching under and you're like, wait, what? what's Connected going on? Like, <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. They're about to get it on in the street or like, what, <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, like, what are they going to do? And it's like, don't worry. Yeah. I, I brought this. I also love that it comes from a bottle he's been carrying around his neck the entire time. Yeah. Like it's. It was a security kind of thing Weapon. that you had no idea was really there until And this they were moment. all passing it so along with that. each other. Like um, when Cyrus gets shot, how they were passing the gun. Like it was kind of the same yes. type of editing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And I think my favorite, I guess my favorite kill, I think, is, is that initial assassination because it just is so shocking. Mm -hmm. It's just you don't expect it to happen. And the look on uh, Luther's face when he's done it, that like crazy shot of him is really powerful. So I think that one just like rung out to me. That and the subway one where the cop throws the guy onto the tracks. Yeah. Those are the ones that really stick with me. What about you? Yeah, I think for stunt, uh, Molotov cocktails high up for me as well. Really, really great scene. And like, you know, they use it to, to run away. Basically, like you said, they're just trying to survive. Not every, they don't have to fight every time. They would exhaust themselves and probably exactly. die if they did that. So they're being smart about exactly. it. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. I really like the bat fight. I guess I'll put that. I just, I like, you know, it's, it looks cool the way that they have their makeup and like the pinstripe, like Yankees kind of so outfits. Cool. And then Mm -hmm. um they like kind of keep them because again like they, they don't have any guns because of the initial meeting at the beginning which they set up mm -hmm. so they're kind of just using everything at their disposal and so there's that one shot where he he throws it at the cop's ankles uh yes. <laughs> and sits in slow motion and the cop just does like a, a somersault and is just like just indisposed after Ooh. that <laughs> And yep, then I guess yep. that's kind of foreshadowing too, because then at the end, uh, Swan throws the knife. So it's like he's just—he must be like a really good thrower, you know. Like 
you can kind of guess what kind of weapon he would use in a real like his weapon of mm-hmm. choice would probably not be a gun it'd be something you throw maybe like yeah that knife or i don't know the knife is it's such a clever stunt too mm-hmm. it really is because you're sort of like what is he gonna do this guy has a gun and it's like how do you beat a gun and it's you beat it by like dodging and throwing (laughs) (laughs) yeah like and it's just interesting for it to be here like just so many interesting choices where you're you're not and it really like emasculates him that he gets beaten by that and like because his whole demeanor changes after that where he's like holding his arm he's like withering (laughs) (laughs) yes Yes. and the other guys march up and they're like you guys are cool I love We're gonna that. stomp all love these guys that. like mercilessly. Yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. kill these guys, but you guys are free to go. Uh, and they were like the Black Panther <laughs> group, that. kind of, which I like. The, the yeah, rips. they had that vibe. They were very cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, my favorite mm-hmm. kill is gonna be. Um, I'll split the difference with you if you pick the Cyrus one, which is also very cool, um, very powerful moment. I'll I'll do the train um, kill because it's so unexpected. Forgot about it completely. Yes. They don't even like linger on it or even mention its character after that. Like, except for where is everybody, you know, but like they don't like. And then I think what doesn't want somebody say like a cop got him or I don't know, but they really don't linger on it that much. Like, it's just like this was the cost of getting to Coney Island, you know. So Yeah, there's no room for grief here. We have to survive. So, Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Well, I am. I'm really glad we did this movie. It was such a good throwback and it was so fun to talk about as well. Just such a fan of We've this. Been on a, on a two, um, this is a two week hot streak for me. I'm, I'm really happy about these last two. So we'll see. We'll see moving yeah. forward. I'm excited for what's going to like. I don't know what could live up I know. to this and come after. But <laughs> Hopefully we keep the streak <laughs> we'll, up. We'll find one. We'll find yeah. one. Um, awesome. All right. That wraps it up for us. Let's remind the people where they can find us. Yeah, get your fix and follow the show at We Stay Buff on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and Twitch at The Buffs. Follow me at Misfit underscore Minded on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, on Twitter at Rampage underscore Misfit, and my website, MisfitMinded.com. Take us for a ride. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a review. Five stars is the dream. And you can follow me on all the socials at It's Me, Shani B. All right. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time for another edition of Movie Buffs. Stay ball. <laughs> Warriors! Creep, 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 creep.